Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, you can go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com if you're listening to us on iTunes or something like that and you stumbled across us. Our website is LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Uh, go ahead, pop your little name and email address in there, and uh, you'll never miss an episode. It shows right up in your inbox each week of what's going on, plus with some uh, news and uh, some good information uh, that, that we create for you, some personal tips and stuff like that. Definitely want to do that. That's LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Every Tuesday and every Thursday is a new interview. And every Saturday, there's a new music podcast with my uh, lovely and talented co-host, Miss Katie Simone. Um, a little bit of business before we get started today. Uh, I would like to thank my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That is pplmag.com. It's Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, online community magazine, and business directory. You can get all kinds of amazing and uh, helpful information there, audios and videos, created by members of the community, all all kind of stuff about uh, from subjects as varied as uh, women going into business to uh, uh, cardiological uh, care to how to write your how to write and publish your own books. A lot of great information there. Uh, you definitely want to check that out. That is pplmag.com. You can also start your own magazine page there and publish your own articles and audio and video. And uh, it's a great place to be seen by about a million unique visitors every month. So uh, if you've got some wares to peddle, it's something you definitely want to think about. That is pplmag.com. Okay, today is uh, really excited because I've got a guy that on, on the line here, Corey Congilio. I've actually known Corey, uh, you know, uh, for a few years. Uh, uh, originally a New Jersey guy who transplanted to Pittsburgh and then transplanted again to Nashville. Uh, very uh, talented uh, session guitar player and sideman. Uh, he's also a Martin uh, artist, a clinician. Uh, does a lot. He's got his. He's got. A, wears a lot of different hats, and he's got his hands in a lot of different pies, doing a lot of very cool stuff in music. Uh, Corey, uh, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hey, Lou. I'm great. Good to be here, man. Long time no talk. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, so, where are you calling from today? I am home. I'm in Nashville. I live uh, southwest of the city, about 15 minutes, uh, oh, not cool. far from a little place called Berry Hill, where there's a lot of studios. It's a good little neighborhood. Um. So tell us a little bit about um, but tell us tell us a little bit about your decision to uh, to to make the big jump because a lot of people go to Nashville with big hopes and dreams and you know get get discouraged but you seem to have carved out like uh, something very cool for yourself there so tell us about the decision to go there and like kind of how it worked out for you. Sure. Well, you know one of the things that is a is an issue when it comes to someone and, and don't take offense to this i want to put you on the spot like yourself watching me on social media and that kind of stuff it seems like to the average person that like oh he just moved to nashville and in three years he's busy 
What, what a lot of people don't see are the seeds that have been planted for years to come here to, um, you, know, you know, get the ball rolling as soon as, you know, the wheels hit the ground. Uh, I had been doing, um, you know, some artist demo stuff and, and just a lot of different stuff for the Fishman company that makes acoustic pickups and amplifiers and all that stuff. I, was, I had a, a cool gig working with them while I was still living in Pittsburgh and I was planting a lot of seeds with a bunch of great road players and session musicians. And out of the hundred or so that I serviced and talked to, you know, getting them discounts on gear and that sort of thing, you know, maybe one and a half percent to 2% really come through and help you. And it's no fault of the others. It's just that, you know, there's time and there's relationships that need to be cultivated and stuff. And, and, uh, so those friends help you get some gigs and some work and put you on stages and, I've had some really, really great opportunities since I moved here. And I think because I planted the right seeds, albeit I planted a lot of them too. So those things were, were really sprouting nearly six years before I moved here. So that's kind of how I've, I've begun getting work. And there's also some cachet with living here too, because if you can live here and make a living playing music, then outsiders often think you're, do, you're doing something right. And that could be music companies, that could be outside production clients, who, whomever. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of methods to the madness, and it's, it's not just a magic formula. And, and I will say, though, the one magic thing, the formula, I should say, is that you have to come to a town and be a part of the community first and just enjoy living here and become a fabric, you know, part of the fabric of the community and just, I see too many people come here and they try to take the world by storm immediately. And then when things don't pan out in three to six months, they get really frustrated. And I decided to not do that and to just create a life that I was going to live for the rest of it. Um, so, because a lot of people are going to want to know, so, so you know, how this works, because I mean, probably a large portion of my audience are in some way, shape or form musicians, whether they're just hobbyists, or, you know, they are weekend warriors where they do have aspirations of doing something more. So just to kind of clarify what you're saying there, you did mm-hmm. some stuff while you were still in Pittsburgh to kind of like plant the seeds to kind of cultivate relationships and stuff so that when you got to Nashville, like you'd kind of have like a little bit of some relationships kind of already created and some things going on so you weren't like starting from totally from zero. Is, 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 do I understand that correctly? Yeah, and that was by design because I knew I'd be super frustrated otherwise, you know. So I was like, let me just kind of get this little groundswell happening over the years. And there was people that that knew I could play and knew I was a, a good musician and, and a thoughtful musician before I moved here. And now I'm in a position where I'm recommending people for stuff because I see the value in someone who's really put time in in their craft and I want to expose them to artists and situations that need their, their skills. Okay. Absolutely. And that's what I've been telling a, a lot of people to, to, uh, you know, that I meet that are, you know, that are you struggling musicians. I'm like, you got to take the time to kind of build those relationships. You can't show up with your hand out 
you know, you've got to certainly kind of not. Like, yeah, yeah, you've got to kind of like let's work together. You know, let's be buds. Let's you know, what can I do for you? You know, too, not just what you can do for me because nobody, you know, you can't. You, that's one of the most annoying things is when somebody shows up and says, "Give me, give me," when you don't even know who the hell they are. It's one thing to help a friend is another thing when somebody just shows up out of the blue. And I think, I think you're right. I think a lot of people that claim to be frustrated by moving to Nashville or New York or LA or something like that have not yeah. done laid the foundation. So very, uh, very good stuff. So tell us a little bit about, now you've, 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 I mean, you've been a working musician though. I mean, even when you were in Pittsburgh, you were a, oh, it's all know, that, that was been your profession. So tell what's the sort of like, okay, let's just do this. What's a day in the life, typical day, working day in the life of a, you know, as you describe it, and I'm using your, your notes here, a working middle-class musician. It's, it's a, it's a quest to stay, you know, my, my, my goals are to keep paying my rent here in Nashville, ultimately pay a mortgage, keep putting food on the table, keep putting food in my dog dish, you know, <laughs> and occasionally, occasionally enjoying some of the fun stuff that Nashville has to offer. Um, and I guess over the past 25 years, I've been, you know, leading up to this because of my, you know, putting my retail relationships to use, like that's now ultimately – um, gotten me connected to Martin Martin Guitar, uh, my relationship with True Fire, um, which we can talk about. Um, all those things are spinning all the time. Like, you know, I have dates that are booked with Martin throughout the year, but I'm constantly working on my presentation skills and new songs and examples to play because Martin has 183 years of history that we have to cover and, and really shine a light on as well as what I do. And when it comes to True Fire and that sort of thing, I'm always working on new lesson material because those things take a while to, to formulate. And then on the artist side, like if I'm playing with artists as a sideman, I'm always working on their material, um, it, you know, and just keep stacking up uh, constantly. And, and the phone, thankfully, is still ringing. And a lot of it I have to turn down because I don't have the ample time to do a good job for an artist. Or sometimes, frankly, it's just not, lucrative enough because you get to a place where you're like man i don't want to do this much work for this little pay yeah i understand i understand that's how it works sometimes and sometimes i will you know if it's a, you know it's every every situation is unique for sure um but you know and as far as a day in the life goes i'm still i try to take care of my body and my mind and and all that stuff too to, to make sure i'm a uh, you know i'm a good asset to whoever hires me um Tell us, about, tell us about what True Fire uh, is. That's truefire.com for you guys who want to mm-hmm. maybe follow along on the Internet. Tell us what True Fire is. True Fire has been the single greatest relationship I've ever had um, career-wise ever, and even personally, the people there are really wonderful. True Fire is by far the industry leader in online guitar instruction. Um, they've been a company for 25 years now. They just had that birthday this past year. Um, they're home to uh, some of the greatest players online or, or greatest players out there like, you know, Tommy Emanuel, Robin Ford, Larry Carlton, Pat Martino, list goes on and on and on. And I got introduced to them while I was working for the Fishman Company as a demo artist, and they liked my presentation skills, it, although they were pretty shoddy at the time. <laughs> they saw <laughs> Oh, hey, you, we're learning as we go, you know. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I couldn't be. I'm, I'm a true testament to that. And, uh, they said, do you teach? And at the time I was teaching in Pittsburgh and I was teaching anywhere between 40 and 60 students a week. And 
so I was like, of course I teach. And they said, well, this is more of what we do. They were actually shooting videos originally for Fishman's web page because it was 2007 or so, and, and the world of online guitar demos was just sort of happening. And I was doing some of that stuff for them, and they said, no, we really do online lessons. It took us about four years to come up with a, a course concept because they didn't really know what I know what I did, and what I did strongly was play like electric blues. So we formulated uh, we did our first course. We did 50 Texas blues licks you must know. I highlighted I highlighted styles of everybody from T Bone Walker to Eric Johnson, and we launched the course. And in three days, it had sold over 800 copies, and I about cried. <laughs> Congratulations! So, cool. Thanks, and it's been a, an ongoing you know library build since then and, and and for a kid that like grew up in western new jersey on the border of pennsylvania and practiced you know guitar till i was blue in the face and you know till all hours of the night seeing my picture next to some of my my heroes up on that website is pretty cool um and it's something i don't take for granted and it's been it's been a thing for that i could you know it's enabled me to build a fan base worldwide albeit um very loyal and small, and it's not a, I'm not a household name, and neither is True Fire, but we're still working at that. So all that being said, True Fire is the place to go for guitar instruction. Um, and if I can say this, we'll get to it. Maybe we can touch on this again in the end. But if anyone hears this and contacts me through social media, I can give them uh, free 90 days to the site and discount codes on my courses if they're interested. Uh, and just to say, I'm, I'm looking at your website. By the way, it's coreycongilio.com. And I'm counting what eight courses you have. Um, Just launched the eighth one last week. It's a beginner acoustic course. Okay. And it's it's a method that I've been teaching for years for people that just got a handful of open position chords under their fingers and don't want to be taught, you know, on YouTube by somebody that is maybe not as a respected teacher as some of the folks on TrueFire. Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, very Corey's stuff. in it yeah. for, for real guys. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 60 lessons a week, you know, and then like, so I mean, there's a real reason why he's associated with the True Fire people. So I wanted you guys to all know that. So just, uh, and, um, you know, you go there and uh, you're working with somebody who really knows his stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, you're doing all this stuff, Corey. You're, you're producing other acts. You're side, side man. You're, you're working with Martin. Uh, as a as a clinician <laughs> in True Fire, but somehow you found a way to do your own record. You found yeah. you cobbled that, you crowbarred that in there somehow. Thanks so for noticing that it said it was a, a near impossibility. <laughs> oh, I believe me, man. For somebody, who's, I'm doing a lot of stuff uh, myself for like other people too, anyway. and, that, and that's the same. It's always the question, you know, like, well, wait a minute, you know, it's like the the cobbler, isn't he? He's the one. His his kids always don't have any. Yeah, there's That's no shoes right. that holes yeah. in them, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so it's the same totally. syndrome. But uh, tell us about, I want to play a track from it here in a second, but um, tell us a little bit about th- this record. It's called Well Suited. It just came out in June. So tell us tell us about your record. Um, well, you know, it's been it was a labor of love for sure. I didn't know what kind of record I wanted to make. And then I said, well, let me just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. And... Um, I wanted to make it like a musical business card, and I always wanted to be – I guess the problem was the reason it took so long is because I had a studio in Pittsburgh, a little project studio in a different separate building. I produced some projects out of that. It was really great. Um, and I was like, I'll just do this myself. I mean, if Prince can do it, so can I. You know, <laughs> Boy, was I wrong because let me tell you, it's so 
having a producer is the greatest thing and having someone who's a friend and a mentor like Sean McDonald in Pittsburgh to, to help me through the process was, was worth its weight in gold. Um, he's again, a dear friend, a wonderful musician and producer, um, and really understood kind of where I wanted to go and who my audience was and all that kind of stuff. And he just said, come over and play me a bunch of songs. And I played him some songs that I had and he, you know, he was very gracious and, uh, said we, we put our heads together as far as the direction and and there's a lot of different players on the record there's nearly a different drummer on every track there's a couple different bass players uh, horn section I did part of it here in Nashville I finished up some overdubs um, so there's a lot of stuff on there it took a while because you know we're also as independent musicians on a budget I did this without a Kickstarter I did this completely on my own dime no offense to any Kickstarter people it's great but that's what takes so long when I just I was like, well, then if I go do a Kickstarter, I got to make a cool video, and then that's going to cost me money. So <laughs> I was like, I'm in, I'm in this thing already. I might as well put it out. And then the concept of calling it well suited was um, to say, hey, all of these songs suit me to a degree, and I just want. It was a little bit of a play on the words, and and I had this idea initially that the artwork was going to be neat, like trying on guitars with a, a you know, like a um, what do you call this people like a like a seamstress kind of person, you know, oh, or whatever, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and, uh, but that didn't work out. So we, we did a different photo shoot and it ended up coming out really cool. So um, that's kind of the deal. And there's some stuff on, there's a little bit of everything that I like to do on there. Um, and I think it's, uh, I'm happy with it. Cool. Uh, I, I really like, um, I just bought the record. Uh, so I've only had a chance to listen to the first song, which we're going to go ahead and insert here for the, uh, for the kids at home to check it out. It's not like cool. me. Um, but you cover a lot of this. This track takes you on like kind of a musical journey. There's a lot of different. If you listen closely, a lot of cool different uh, guitar styles that kind of all work. He kind of puts together in a really, really neat way, um, and it, it has a total flow. It doesn't sound you thanks, know, Lou. Uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like cobbled together like a mishmash. It actually works very cool. So let's go ahead and play this for the kids at home. It's not like me, Corey Congilio on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about the guitar work in there because, like, I hear you know, like, obviously rock, but I also hear some like, um, like open string country stuff and like, yeah. How how did you? I mean, was that sort of, sort of intentionally you wanted to kind of explore these differences, or is that just what you felt as you as you came up with the riffs and everything? Well, overall, I was never. I'm the last guy that would ever make think I would want to make some instrumental guitar music. Um, okay. <laughs> because I'd never, you know, I had my little period of Satriani and stuff like that when I was 15 mm-hmm. and it never appealed to me because I liked the more improv- improvised stuff like that blues and jazz had to offer. Um, and as I grew, you know, I, all those things start to change over while I'm still not an instrumental rock guy by any means. That's why it's called It's Not Like Me, because it's not like me to do a song like that. But there's a lot of influences in that song. For one, I wanted to make a song that was reminiscent of a Robin Ford tune called Just Like It Is. Um, I wanted that sort of fast, in-your-face, up-tempo feel. Um, But what I also wanted to do was, um, and yeah, the country thing, I can definitely hear in there now. Thinking back how the song goes, it's been a minute since I've listened to it. But... uh, there was like, I started coming up, finding some like little chord inversions 
that were reminiscent to like what Eric Johnson would do. Mm-hmm. And again, although I think he's incredible, it's somebody that I don't relate to that much as a player, but there was that one little thing that I heard and I was like, Oh, I could, I could mess around with that. So I did that. Um, at the time I was listening to some Wayne Krantz, which I yeah. can't even begin to get into his ballpark. And then, um, <laughs> uh, you know, as far as the solos stuff goes, uh, it was pretty much like Sean coercing me to just put the pedal down and just play rock and roll, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then in the, what's funny, you mentioned some of the countryisms. the song, first of all, is an instrumental song, Capo One. So it's in B flat. And I thought to myself, like, who does an instrumental song in B flat with Capo on the first fret? You know? <laughs> so I was like, all right, this thought already sound a little different. Um, and uh, I, I guess that's, I guess that's kind of it. You know, it was just, um, I wanted, I, it felt like for the years that I was in, in Pittsburgh, I kind of got this stigma that I, I couldn't play rock. And I don't know how that happened. Maybe because I played like in some jazz and R&B and blues stuff. Um, and I was band. just like, yeah, <laughs> country bands and stuff. And I was like, well, I need to show that I can play rock, you know, and I can, yeah. I can shred a little bit, you know. And, yeah. and it's one of those things. I mean, you know, what I think it's a bigger thing. A lot of people out there probably have reservations about putting a record out. And I did, man. As soon as I put this out, I was getting e- texts and emails and calls from people I thought would hate it, you know, or would never, didn't even notice me saying this is really, really good. They really yeah. liked it. And, man, it just blew me away. And it, so I guess my point is, like, don't be afraid. Like, you don't know how other people hear you. So mm-hmm. that song is, is, a, is more of a, well, home, well, is Corey, a hallmark of that feeling. I, I think this is true with, like, I think it probably if you talk to Robin Ford or Larry Carlton and, you know, would, would probably say something to the effect that, we're all kind of like tired of our own licks. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? We have our own canon of things that we do really, really well. But to us, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, I feel like every time I open my mouth, I'm saying the same thing, you know. And and so when somebody else picks it up, and that's the awesome thing about I think this is one of the enduring things about the, especially the electric guitar, is the fact that it can like, even two guys playing the same song mm-hmm. can have a completely different vibe feel everything, you know what I mean? Because there's so much variation you'd come up with. Just how you pluck the string or just where, you know, do you pluck closer to the neck or closer to the bridge or, you know, how you're the, the how, how hard you hold the pick. And um, you can find something brand new, you know, and it, it can really excite you in, so, in something that somebody else is doing, even if it's maybe even similar to what you do. It can, it can turn you on. So it doesn't really surprise me that people... <laughs> Heard it because I right. loved it, man. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Corey's kicking some ass here, man. It sounds great. Um, That's awesome, man. Thank you. Who, who's who? Just on this track, you said it was like a different drum. Do you, who played on this with you? Uh, on that track, it is. Um, I did the the guitar, bass, and drums in Pittsburgh. That's um, Willie Franklin, who you know. Oh yeah, and, really, yeah, yeah, and uh, a guy named Eric Kerr on drums, who just slayed it. Uh, he did a great job. Yeah. He plays on – it's that band on the song Reckon, the song uh, – I think that's it. Um, Ray DeFade played drums on a couple songs. Um, and then, oh, also on It's Not Like Me is the, – all the keys are done by a guy named Dave Cohen who lives here in Nashville and is like keyboard – A-list keyboard guy. Like he plays on all of the modern rock stuff. Yeah. Country stuff. I mean like 
the top shelf stuff. He's on it. Um, and then there is uh, another killer bass player on a song called um, After the Lovin's Done, a guy named Forrest Miller, who is like a prodigy, like probably 22. Just mm-hmm. sounds, like James, sounds like James Jamerson on bass and can play violin incredibly well. Um, so a, a whole cast of characters. And then um, uh, Bernice Wilkins, Wilkinson and Joy, and Joy Brown on um, background vocals on that song too. So. Oh, and then yeah. last, lastly, let me sh- say it's um, Tyler Summers on horns on that uh, after the love is, is done. And, and that's, uh, some, he has some Nashville guys on there too with him. Cool. Um, let, uh, I'm trying to, uh, you got, there's so much here, let, let, or we're getting quick on, we're getting short on time. Why don't we do this? Right. Why don't you, I mean, you, you have, you've done it, man. You know, you, 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 you came from, you know, learning to play and teaching and, and working in a city like Pittsburgh to moving, um, to a place like Nashville and you're carving out a career there. Got, you know, these, the, the people out there who are going like, you know, I'd like to do that. I'd like to you know, get out and, you know, I'd like to make this more than just something I do for fun or just something that I do on the weekends. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of, could you give maybe a, a few, a few sentences of advice uh, to those guys? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, you know, I, I, I sort of, I knew that I was going to be a working musician when I was 13. It was just something I was going to do. And I didn't realize that I would, end up needing all of this versatility. There was times when I kicked myself for not being just one kind of artist, but I was like, well, I like to do everything that encompasses music and I like to try to make money at it too. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that for somebody that that wants to do this full time, um, I really think find, you can actually find more than one niche these days and run with it. Mm. But you got to be committed in the sense that it is your job. Like I wouldn't say I get up at, five every day and start working on things. I, I definitely have my, you know, chill time and my lazy time and my me time and that sort of stuff. But when it comes to, you got to treat this art like a business in some way. So you got to be, the things that we get overlook, like, you know, returning emails and being on time and returning texts and phone calls. And um, the, the, I could probably nutshell it by saying like undersell over deliver that sort of thing. You know, um, if you think you know the song, then play it. If you know, Let's say you're learning an artist's song for a gig. Play it without a metronome, without a vocal, or play it with a metronome and without a vocal and without playing it to the CD or the MP3. Like, really make sure you know it. Feel like you've become a part of the band or the artist's vision. They'll love you for it because they can only see outside of their box so far. So when they have people come and support their vision, that makes you invaluable. And invaluable is a term because then that makes you your first call all the time. Um, I still get calls from people I played with three years ago. They know I'm super busy and, and often can't, can't help them, but they still try me first because they, I think they know the comfort level that they have when I'm there because I have their best interests in mind first. And that goes with when it's coming to working for Martin. Like I could totally use Martin as a platform to – sell my own artistry, but I'm there to demo great sounding instruments and 183 year old history of a family owned company. When it comes to true fire, I am out to, you know, try to try to benefit the student that's putting $20 down for that course. You know, um, when it's the session musician, like it's the song. I mean, if there's one thing that Nashville has taught me, it has 
there's a lot of me and I don't matter. <laughs> so if I want to matter, I have to show the work, you know, put the extra work in to really say, hey, I want to do this and not just to be famous, you know, but to really, because it's my passion and I want to do a good job for the particular job I'm in. So always stay focused on, you know, the, the, the task at hand, I guess is what I would say, and take yourself out of it a little bit, but also know your worth. You know, that's important too. So what I'm hearing is that you sort of have like kind of a uh, uh, a sort of servant's sort of heart. Like I'm here to serve. I'm here to make the artist sound like amazing, even better than they realize they could sound. I'm here to, you know, make the student have an amazing experience. I'm here to, you know, really show what an amazing uh, 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 product and history the Martin Guitar Company has. Sure. That's the sort the of problem, kind of what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah, the difficult thing with that early on is the return isn't immediate necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I might be, you know, I've been working for Martin for about two and a half years now, and I get FaceTime with some of the higher ups at the company once a year. And when one of the people that, you know, has budgetary decisions about whether I continue to work for them or not, comes up to me and says, we love what you're doing. You're not going anywhere. That's, to me, that's the payoff, you know? So it's just like, keep, keep doing what you're doing. When it comes to True Fire and they say, we have a half a dozen more ideas for you. And we, you know, you're one of our top selling, you know, instructors. I didn't know that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And that's, 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 that's the kind of stuff that it takes a while to hear to get the affirmation, but you got to stay, stay the course and you will. Awesome. Uh, any uh, um, before we get out of here, is there anything else you'd like to add, Corey? Uh, before we, any uh, you anything you want to plug or anything like that before we uh, wrap up? Um, you know, just uh, if, if you go to my website, you can sign up for my my mailing list. I'm getting that started uh, for a little newsletter. Find me on social media, and there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, if you uh, if you're around a dealer that sells Martin guitars and you want me to come to the store, you know, request that. Um, and also take, if you live, if any of your listeners are on the West coast, I want you to check out, um, an artist. Her name is Lucy Silvis. I'll be doing uh, a fall tour with her. And a lot of the dates will be opening up for an amazing band called brothers Osborne. Um, they're one of my favorite bands going right now. And, um, I'm really excited about her music. She's really fantastic. Awesome. All right, Corey. Well, thanks so much. If you can hang out for a second, I need to do a little business before, uh, you you hang up after we're done. You got a minute? Absolutely. All right, buddy. Thanks. All right, guys. You've thanks, been Luke. No, no problem, man. Uh, you guys have been listening to Amania talk here with Corey Congilio. That is CoreyCongilio.com. In case uh, you're confused on the spelling, C-O-R-E-Y-C-O-N-G-I-L-I-O, CoreyCongilio.com. And from there, you can get uh, all his uh, teaching materials, and you can get to True Fire and uh, see everything that he's doing. Uh, I hope that uh, you guys listen to this. In fact, I think this is one of those interviews. You guys out there that have aspirations of doing something in this business, you should probably listen to this interview a few times. I mean, this was gold. Corey gave some amazing information um, and some great advice. I learned a lot. I'm like practically jumping up and down here as he was talking, like going, yes. Uh, So it's good stuff. So um, 
So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Go in there, pop your name and email in to get on our mailing list so that you don't miss an episode. I think after this you're going to see the real, the understand what the real value of this is. And uh, if you believe in artists like Corey and you believe in the different uh, musicians that we've had on here and the different people that are out there trying to help artists, please help us out by going to supportindyrock.com where you can get involved with the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus and uh, help us uh, do more for these artists. Uh, one more shout out to my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live, pplmag.com. Thank them and go check out everything that they've got going on, pplmag.com. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Once again, that website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com and we'll see you on the next podcast. Hey, Corey, um, a couple of things, buddy. Um, Okay. I would I would love to interview Lucy Silvis. Can you maybe like you know let me know how I can contact her or ask her if sure. she can contact us somehow? Sure. Uh, you, you have my email address if you just want to email that to me. Um, and um, also I'm interested in in promoting True Fire as well. Okay. So if you have anybody there that you think might be interested in like doing an interview. You know, I'd love to pro- yeah. uh, promote them. I was looking at their website. It's very powerful. I mean, they have it's very, very nice. And uh, I think uh, you know, a lot of people would benefit from it. So if you can, like, uh, see if you, anybody who wants to, because, uh, you know, it doesn't cost them anything, if you, you know, maybe half right. oh, the no. time, you know. <laughs> I, think, um, I think either uh, one of the principal founders of the company and or the um, the director of education would be good interviews. Um, both are uh, really, really great to talk to. I mean, the principal owner, his name is Brad Wencos. He is like, um, I mean, a grand poobah of, of this thing where it treats us like gold. It's like a musician's nirvana there. I mean, straight down to the percentage they cut us is very generous, you know, and um, they do so much work for us. Um, happy to do that. Happy to do the, um, the Lucy thing too. I, um, let me, let me dig in a little bit more with her project and sort of my, relationship with her team because it's still mm-hmm. pretty new um mm-hmm. and but i'm but i'm happy to send you her way she's in she's in the uk right now actually okay. doing a couple shows that's where she's from so uh, and uh, any, anybody else too that you're working with that you know that you go hey you know they you know they're looking you know they're want to get heard they're an indie type artist i'm always looking to make more uh you know create more relationships connect with more people so you know, if, yeah. if something pops up, you you know, hey, I know this guy in Pittsburgh will, will promote you. So, so is your is your podcast on um, iTunes too? It, it's on iTunes and uh, what podcast? I think it's on Podcast Addict and Player FM and a bunch of stuff like that too. So I'll send you uh, the link when it's once it's all up. It, I've got to tell you, it's probably going to be a few weeks before it actually airs because. We we have a pretty good backlog right now, but I, you know, but cool. I keep going. <laughs> we keep we keep we keep doing them. So, um, so just 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 don't be like if you don't if you don't see it for a little bit, it's not that we've forgotten. It's just it's, we just have a lot going. On. I'm trying to get my team to put in a couple more podcasts each week to kind of clean this up a little bit <laughs> because it's going a little crazy. So we're uh, we're working on it. So, well, I like what you're doing, man. It's like you've been you've been kind of doing this for a while as far as trying to educate people and I think you're you're sort of a testament to kind of like what I'm talking about with like staying the course you know what I mean you were doing your your almost your vlogs almost for mm. you know a few years now yeah right? yeah at least, and, 
So that's that's cool, man. Just and it's yeah, you know, and plus plus like we're as far as Pittsburgh goes, like it's a it's an area that is you gotta like it's a constant uphill battle, you know, yeah. when it comes well, to being I, recognized. Yeah, our whole thing is though we are worldwide. I mean, I've interviewed artists. Sure. Literally, I, I've interviewed a couple. I interviewed a guy. I've interviewed. I just interviewed somebody from India. That's about the nice. farthest. But I've interviewed two people from Israel. <laughs> Awesome. So, yeah, so so I've gotten to meet like I've gotten to meet some like semi famous people like uh, Martin Barr from uh, Jethro Tall and Tom Gimble from oh, cool. Foreigner and some people like that. Yeah, I work with some publicists and they're feeding me artists all the time. So yeah, oh, but great. I'm always looking to expand that base and get to know more people. So that's awesome. All right, man. Hey, Corey, you take care, but you have a good rest of the day, and we we'll, we will be in touch with you real soon. All right. Okay, Lou. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Take care. Take care, buddy. I'll talk okay. to you soon. Yep. Bye bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.